The best in Sega vocal tracks. This is the voice of Sega with Dr. Scottnet.
Cause I'm burning something powerful Fuel injection action from my femur to my collar Gone in 60 seconds Cause I'm blasted through the danger zone Double time and rhyming Stopping on a dime Tend to the tickets like you know I'm clocking in my time There he is, it broken from the subsonic waves I'm all gassed up knowing that the fast lane pays And welcome to The Voice of Sega here on Radio Sega, where for the first time, I've actually finished my breakfast before actually talking. Wow, can you believe that? Uh, for this week, I've gone back to the, the classic egg sandwich. Uh, last week, I had uh, some porridge. But on my, I wasn't really feeling the porridge last week, so I went back to the, to the original egg sandwich. It was absolutely beautiful. It was amazing. Um, but enough about food. Welcome to The Voice of Sega. What we started off there was... Burning Rangers, we are Burning Rangers. But before that, we had a different song, which you won't hear on the podcast because I accidentally played it and it didn't have any vocals in it. I don't know why I have it on my computer, but there we go. Uh, but we started off properly with We Are Burning Rangers from Burning Rangers. Enough that we had Fastlane from Anarchy Reigns. So on today's show, we'll be discussing E3 because E3 just happened the past week and quite a few games got announced. Um, I'll be going into this a bit more detail, but I went into this E3 with very, very low expectations. Considering that Nintendo wasn't going to have a um, press conference at all, I was like, mm, this is not going to be the most fun E3. 
but I was very, very satisfied with what came out of it. Um, so, I'd love to hear everyone else's opinions on uh, E3 a bit later on, but before we do that, how is everyone doing? How was your week? What's been crackalacking with you? Uh, a big hello to Sean, who's in the Discord. Hello to you, I don't think I've ever um, seen you before. So a big hello to you. But yes, today we'll be talking about E3 and possibly other stuff as well. Also, we're talking about a bit about Yakuza because my interest for the Yakuza series has grown quite a bit over the past few days. And um, I've got Yakuza Dead Souls for the PlayStation 3, which if you don't know is a zombie spin-off title for, to the Yakuza series. And I really want to play it, but at the moment, my PlayStation controller is broken. So I'm like, <laughs> I need money to get this. And then also there's like, I want to buy uh, the Tokyo Mirage game that's coming out next week. Which is th this limited edition, which in Australia costs $110. So rest in peace to my wallet. And then there's also the Mario and Sonic at the Rio Olympic Games 2016. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, which in Australia is $59. So games in Australia cost quite a lot of money. Um... Shut up, phone. So yes, we're going to go back into more music, and then we'll be back to talk about what's been happening with me. Because, um, because everyone cares about me, right? Haha. <laughs> Coming up next is from Sega Super GT. It is Fight in the Dark. I'll see you soon.
and welcome back to the Voice of Sega here on Radio Sega. That uh, track ended abruptly. I was just um, scrolling through Google looking for the list of uh, E3 games announced uh, during the press conferences and then all of a sudden I just hear the talkbed music come back on. I'm like, oh, quickly, go back on. So what we just had there was Fight in the Dark from Sega Super GT. Uh, not too fond of that track. It was a bit, a bit dull. But the next one... Uh, is an absolute classic. You guys will love it. Uh, as I said before, I've been getting into the Yakuza series quite a bit. I've been watching a lot of videos on it, and once my PlayStation controller, PlayStation even controller, starts working again, I will start playing it. But until then, YouTube videos it is. Um, so this week has been quite the crazy week for me. Um, earlier this week we did a film shoot for a short film we're working on and it was the first time our classes worked together in such a big way before like we've worked in little groups before which was well but this time it was all of us together on one production and at first it was a bit of a mess but after a while we all got the hang of it we all got into our roles and it all went quite smoothly um, we was working on this from 8.30 to about 4.30 so a long day and I was so tired by the end of it, but it's what you gotta do. And on Thursday next week, uh, I have to act. I have to wear a dress. I have to cross dress. And I'm like, oh dear, this is this is uh, gonna be an embarrassment to myself. But uh, the guy, the guy who's the who's the role of the producer of this film, said to me that he will um, he will buy me a game on Steam. So I was like, hmm. You got yourself a deal there, mate. So I'm hopefully going to get City Skylines off of him. Or some other game, I don't know yet. If you have a good Steam game you've been playing recently, which you recommend I should play, be sure to uh, tell me, and I'll have a look at it, and I might make him buy it for me. Um, so, how has everyone else's week been in the chat room? Be sure to tell me what's been going on with you. Are you feeling the hype? Now that the E3 hype is over, are you ready for the Sonic the Hedgehog? hype, which will be happening in about a month's time, which is going to be a very long, it's going to feel like a very long time this is, this month. Um, so yeah, be sure to tell me how your week's been, what's been happening, how are you, and all that sort of stuff like that. So, that was a very quick what's been happening in my week, but that's the only interesting thing that's happened. I had a really scary dream last night, but let's not go into that. Um, so coming up next is a song from Yakuza, obviously. It is a karaoke song. Um, you've probably heard this song quite a few times if you're an old listener of Voices Sega. Uh, but it is a it's a great one. It is Get to the Top Remix of the End. When we get back, we'll be discussing some E3. Stay tuned.
and welcome back to the Voices of Sega. What we just said there was Get to the Top, remix of the end from Yakuza, the karaoke selection. Now, uh, I'm currently just looking for all the uh, info from the um, from the E3 because I'm very unprepared. Um, so I have Sony's up and ready, so I think I might start off with, no, I won't start off with Sony because if I do that, then um, I'll be getting the best one out of the way first. Um, so hang on a minute. Um, <laughs> let's play one more track while I, while I um, actually get prepared, shall we? Uh, this is the hashtag problem of the week, where I'm not prepared to do something in time. So um, I'm going to play a song from Anarchy Rays. This is The Hand of Science. Enjoy. Oopsie daisies. And only one thing that I entrust to survive Now force living with bodily attachments Technological advancements, survival skill enhancements No more sutures or stitches, it's circuits and switches A slavery to science, held against my wishes It's gotta be this way, in my mind it's all relevant Body encasing armor to protect me from the elements Replace a limb with a weapon, makes it more lethal War's all I know, it's never been peaceful I do what I gotta do, I'm left with no decision Fully modified the way to stay in existence Scientifically driven Staying on my mission The way I'm forced into living Surgical procedures Got me losing my mind Stop this The only way to live in these times This is what's come to you Living in these last days Sacrimented organisms Science rules in that way So begins the hybrid What you're living We relying on technology And scientific prison Oh man and we see more To come new beings Stand in between Add on new beings with the hand of science declaring us the winners Hardware and heavy metal strapped to my body Can't breathe without a mask, this evil air is foggy It seems to me that a change is in need Can't exist as a human, gotta be a new breed More metallic than organic organisms to see Being a slave to science is like a prison to me In this cold world, it's only for the cold-hearted In this mechanized environment, I gotta stay guarded So now I put my life in the hands of science Submitting my humanity with no compliance These body I'm my only reliance against anybody who stands in the fights. I'm a killer machine that's only for human. A servant to mechanics without the mind moving. All that's left is man, it's don't know how it came to be. All we know now is science reigns supreme. This is what it's come to you. Living in these last days, sophisticated organisms, science rules in mad ways. So begins the hybrid what you're living. We rely on technology and scientific prison. Men and machine more to come new beings. And welcome back to the Voice of Sega here on Radio Sega. <laughs> so, we just played there was the Hand of Science twice, if you're listening on the live stream. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, I've done a lot of editing on this podcast, so you should be thankful. 
Um, so there we just had the probably the third problem of the week on this show. There hasn't been a problem of the week in quite a while, so it seems like all the problems of the past weeks are all coming together just for this week, just to mess me around. So first of all, uh, at the start of the show, if you're listening on the podcast, you won't be able to hear this, but uh, 20 heard this. Uh, I started off the show with a non-vocal song. I thought it was a vocal track, and it turned out it wasn't. So, uh, oops. Then, second of all, I wasn't prepared to talk about E3. Uh, so I played another song. And then during the other song, uh, our power went out. So I had to quickly turn the computer back on and play the song all over again. <sighs> God damn it, Fusebox. Why you, why you do this to me? Uh, so I apologize for this complete mess of a show today, but... It's more fun that way, I, 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 I guess. Probably. Not really, but a little bit. Um, but anyway, let's talk about E3, shall we? Uh, we're going to be going through some of the big uh, companies' press conferences just to talk about them. And I'd love you to give me your uh, thoughts on uh, each company's uh, E3 as well. So we're going to start off with everyone's favourite company, EA. You know, <laughs> EA is just... It's one of the, one of the best, most loyal uh, game companies out there. It, um, just don't know what to say really. It's just, it's just a beautiful, beautiful uh, company. It's probably my favourite company. Screw Sega, EA. I'm all about EA. No, I'm joking. EA sucks. So, the games they showed off. There wasn't many games. I was surprised they even needed to do an E3 this year. They um, they could have just show their games in other conferences. I felt because there was nothing really standing out. So, let's go through them all, shall we? So we started off with a reveal of the Titanfall trailer, and then also showed off the single player for Titanfall 2. Um, I wasn't too hyped about the original Titanfall, so I'm not too excited for this, but the uh, single player mode does look quite interesting, to say the least. Um, so, I have no real thoughts on Titanfall 2, but if you have something, if you uh, enjoy the first Titanfall, be sure to let me know, and I'll... Um, I'll have, a, I'll have a read of what you have to say. Sean in the Discord chat just goes, EA, ew. I know, right? Then after that, we had uh, a quick look at Mass Effect Andromeda, which actually looked really beautiful. Um, I don't know, probably the final game isn't going to look like that, but from the work and development they were doing, it looked very, very good. Then after that, we had Madden NFL 2017. <laughs> That's all I have to say on that. And then afterwards, we had something very interesting. Uh, they showed off FIFA 17. Now you might be thinking, oh, another FIFA game? Boring. But with this one, they have created an edgy story mode. Um, where you play as this guy called Alex Hunter. He's new to the football game, or soccer game, as I should say for you Americans. Um, and basically, it's you going through his journey of becoming a world-famous football player. And you have his like, down moments, and he's like, oh no, I'm so depressed, I can't do this. And then he has his rise back to the top again. Everyone's like, yeah, go Hunter, woo! So I thought, I was like, good on them for trying something new. But it's a bit stupid having a, a proper story mode of cutscenes and everything in a FIFA game. I was like, eh, sure, why not? It's um, better than um, not doing anything, I suppose. Uh, then after that, we had the reveal of Fee, F-E, uh, which... It looked right. It's a little indie game, I think. I didn't really pay much attention to that game, to be honest, so I don't really remember much on it. Then after that, we had the reveal that Star Wars games are coming. Ooh. Um, I didn't see the point of them announcing this. They could have waited until next year, when they actually had some uh, something to actually talk about. Uh, they basically just said, 
we're going to be releasing Star Wars games from 2018. And then that was basically it. I was like, okay then, sure. Uh, okay. And then after that, we finished off with a Battlefield 1 trailer. Which, it looked quite interesting. It looked like a lot of fun. I'm quite a fan of the old Battlefield games. Um, I haven't played many of the newer ones, but it looks like that one's going to be quite a lot of fun. Um, so EA's press conference was a disappointment, of course, but it was the only the standout moment for me was definitely FIFA 17 with its edgy story mode, which um, I thought was quite. It was braver them to try something different instead of just going. We're adding more. We're adding more females. We're adding kids. Why do they add kids to the game? They've got they've got males now. They've got females now. Add kids. Yes, do that. EA, make make a kids one. I don't know why you want to do that, but do that. Uh, Sparky says FIFA is a fun game series. It is fun. Uh, I just wish that they had. Um, I wish they didn't release it every single year. I wish they released it, then updated the game through patches for like one or two years, and then released the next uh, iteration of it instead of just going new game every single year. And also. Uh, now in the FIFA games, you have all these packs where you got to buy them and all that sort of stuff with real money. And like one of my friends said, he's wasted about six hundred dollars on uh, FIFA 16's packs alone. And when you buy those packs, they don't go they don't go over to the next game. They only stay in that game, which I think is very, very, very stupid. Uh, so screw you, EA. But what can you do? Printer, do you mind not making noises? Uh, then after that, we had the Bethesda's conference, which I didn't care all too much about. Um, they showed off even less games than EA, but they started off with a trailer for Quake Champions, which looked like a bit more of a dark version of uh, Overwatch. I felt it was quite interesting. It was only a it was only a CGI trailer, but yeah. Uh, then they showed off Skyrim Special Edition, which I don't care for Skyrim at all, so yeah, as well on that. Uh, then they showed off the a CGI trailer for Prey. It looked kind of interesting, but again, as none of these had um, any actual gameplay, I wasn't too bothered about it. Then they had a trailer for Dishonored 2, which I quite liked the original one. I played it for a little bit, and um, yeah. So meh. So for the first two, for the first day of E3, it was quite disappointing. But the next day we would have the Microsoft event. Now, with me, I'm not a fan of um, Microsoft at all. I'm, well, I like Windows. <laughs> Microsoft Windows, that's, that's good. Except for Windows 10 and uh, 8. I don't like that. Windows 7, I can, I can roll with Windows 7. But everything else, nah, nah, I'm fine. Um, so I wasn't expecting much when it came to this event, but I was extremely impressed by what they had to show. And uh, even better, all the games they showed are also coming to PC as well, which I think is a very good idea. It didn't <laughs> sell me on a uh, Xbox One at all, but I was like, these games are quite cool and I can play them on PC, so hooray for that. So they showed off the new Xbox One S, which is basically a slim version of the Xbox One. Uh, the original Xbox One was like a big VCR machine and I thought it looked horrible. So the fact that they're making it smaller and making it actually look pretty, I think, is actually quite good. Um, so it's good for all you Xbox fanatics. Then they ended the show with a, a uh, reveal that they're working on a new console, a 4K console. I don't know how that's possible, but we'll have to wait and see. It's called the Scorpio, Project Scorpio so far. 
So um, I bet Nintendo are wetting themselves at the moment. But anyway, let's talk about the games they showed off. Starting off with Gears of War 4, which, um... Hey, Gears of War 4! Sort of looks exactly the same to all the other Gears of War, but... Yeah, I've only played the original one, I thought. And it's not... I wasn't addicted to it, but it was quite fun. So, as I said, some of these games got me very hyped. Some of them I was like, eh, I can appreciate that, but I'm not too excited over it. Um... Then after that we had the reveal, the review, that's how to say, of Forza Horizons 3. Now I'm quite a uh, racing driver fan, I quite enjoy the occasional racing game. Um, so Forza Horizon 3 looks very, very good. Um, it's set in Australia, Australia mate. So that's a plus for me, living in Australia. I can drive around going, oh I know this place, probably won't, but I doubt they'd put Perth into um, Forza Horizons, I'd be very surprised if they did. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're only doing like the middle desert part of Australia, which is quite silly. I don't know why every time a video game or movie showcases Australia, 80% of the time it's always the desert or the rural areas. It's never in the city or anything like that. Or suburban area. It's always the desert in the bush, mate. In the desert, mate. That was a, I, I apologize for that. Then after that we had Recore. Now, if I could remember what this actually was, that would be quite helpful. So let's have a have a look what Recall was. Um, every time I click Recall, it goes to Forza Horizon 3. Okay, so we had Recall. I can't remember what that was. Probably a zombie game, because I don't really remember it. Then after that, though, we had a trailer for Final Fantasy 15, I believe. It's 15? Yes, 15. And that game, oh my gosh, it looked amazing. Um, the person who was playing the demo, though, was not very good at the game. Uh, so that wasn't too good. Uh, but it does it does look like a lot of fun. I've never actually played a Final Fantasy game before. But this one got me very hyped. So I'm definitely going to play this when it eventually comes out. Uh, then after that we had Killer Instinct. Uh, they had some DLC for the game from um, Gears of War, I believe it was. Uh, so I've never actually played a Killer Instinct game. If you don't know what it is, it's a fighting game in a similar vein to Street Fighter or something like that. Mortal Kombat, more like. Um, so that was alright. Then we had a few more games, which I don't remember. <laughs> then we had a Tekken 7 announcement with a character from Street Fighter appearing in the game. So I thought that was pretty um, pretty cool. I'm not too big of a fan of fighting games apart from um, Super Smash Bros. of course. but. Yeah. Then after that we had Dead Rising 4, which I was a massive fan of the original Dead Rising. I thought it was so much fun. But for me, the most recent Dead Rising games have been getting a bit bland for me. Like The original was like full of colour, it was a lot of fun, it was very quirky and all that. But now it seems to be getting a bit too serious, but, it's, but it still is a lot of fun. I have yet to play Dead Rising 3, but I'll be sure to give that a go soon. Uh, then after that we had Platinum Games' new game. Uh, Scalebound, they brought out uh, Hideo... Oh, I forgot his name. I feel I feel ashamed of myself. If anyone could tell me, the uh, director of the Bayonetta series and also this game, please tell me. Kojima? No, it's not Kojima. What am I on about? Hideki... Kami... Kamo... Kamo... I'm not even going to try to do that. Um, But Scalebound, it looked alright. I'm feeling very... um pessimistic on all these games, but at the time, they got it got me very uh, interested. Scalebound, it looked alright. 
uh, I'd like to see a bit more of the game. What they, what they showed off wasn't the best uh, bit to show off, I don't think. Uh, because they built it up so much, they're like, ready for this huge boss fight. And it didn't feel that huge compared to stuff we've seen in Bayonetta, for example. Uh, then after that we had Sea of Thieves. Uh, which was a very cool looking uh, pirate game made by um, Telltale Games I believe it was. Uh, the video they showed off of this was so annoying because they had actual people playing the game and doing commentary similar to a, a YouTube video but the people they got to do it was so cringe worthy that it's just very want to just look away and just turn off the video for a bit but the game actually looks so much fun it's like a oh it's made by Rare sorry not Telltale what am I about made by Rare um, it's a open world pirate game where you sail around in like online sort of thing and uh, fight against other human players in their own ships and all that sort of stuff it looks like it looks like quite a lot of fun and I hope it uh, delivers on um, what it's setting out to do and then the final two games I showed off was State of Decay 2 which I believe is a zombie game I cannot remember, someone in the chat will probably tell me and then after that we had from Creative Assembly, the guys behind Total War uh, Halo Wars 2 uh, Sparky says in the chat uh, Rare made a game? I know, and probably a good game as well um, after um, their most recent outings uh, Kamiya this is SBK. Hideki Kamiya, something like that, isn't it? Oh god, I can't believe I can't remember his name. I feel I feel like such a bad person. Um So anyway, that was Microsoft. It was considering I went in with very low expectations, I wasn't uh I wasn't excited for Microsoft at all. I was fairly impressed, especially as all these games, well most of them, all the Microsoft exclusive games are also coming to PC. So I'm like, hey, I can play Forza Horizons on PC. I don't have to get a stupid Xbox One for it. I apologize, all you Xbox One fans. Um, then after that, we had the Ubisoft press conference, which I didn't watch because Ubisoft, eh, I don't really care for you. Um, but then after that, we had probably one of the best E3s. It was Sony's. Now, Sony did a really good thing where they introduced the show and they didn't do any on-stage demos or anything like that. It was basically game after game after game after game after game. And then they ended off with a demo. They started and ended off with a demo, which I thought was good. And then in between, it was just trailers and trailers and trailers. So let's talk about the games. They they showed off a lot of games. And they convinced me to buy a PlayStation 4. Uh, before this, I was like, eh, I don't need a PlayStation 4. But after watching this E3, I was like, I need a PlayStation 4. Um... On Twitter, Dungeon Buster just said to me, Heard you mention Steam. City Skylines is a great choice, actually, or you could always get a Sega Classics pack too. Uh, if you don't know what he's on about, I was talking about earlier how um, I have to <laughs> I have to act uh, later this week. I have to wear a dress and uh, act. I have to cross-dress, and I'm not looking forward to that at all. But the guy who's doing the role as producer of this film said he would buy me a Steam game if I do it. So I'm just trying to decide what game I should get him to buy me. So, so far my top choice is City Skylines, but I might change that soon. Um, SPK says, I'm dying because the host yesterday was just salt and hatred for the Sony 
conference. Uh, you guys in the chat, tell me why Mr. CD Rom, whatever his name is, um, why did he have salt within him? Because I felt Sony's E3 to be absolutely amazing. Well, not amazing, but really, really good. So be sure to tell me what what happened on with what happened then, because I don't know what E3 he was watching, unless he was really expecting Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, all that sort of stuff. So, um, be sure to tell me why that was. But anyway, let's talk about the, um, the E3, shall we? I just need to queue up another, um, talk bed track because I've been talking for nearly 20 minutes already. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so they started off with a God of War, uh, gameplay. And when they started off, no one knew this was God of War. And then all of a sudden, Kratos just walks in. Uh, with a beard and old and now he's daddy Kratos uh, so for the past few God of War games they've been quite similar they've been basically a little bit of the same but they've completely reimagined the game in a way sort of um, I haven't actually played in the God of War games but this one really piqued my interest because they're doing something completely different with it so this video wants me to go back and play the old ones so then I can Go play this one. Basically, uh, Kratos is a dad, and he's uh, teaching his son the ways of, I don't know, the ways of something, how to be a badass, or something like that. But the game looked absolutely beautiful, but you got to remember, with E3 uh, games they show off, it's always the final product never looks that good most of the time. It's always like done up, Played on a PC and then they bring it down for when it actually releases. Ubisoft is um, notorious for that. For example, when they showed off Watch Dogs the other year, it looked amazing at E3. And then the game came out and it wasn't so amazing. Um, but they had God of War, that looked fun. Then after that we had probably the most disappointing game. It was Days Gone, a zombie game. Uh, I actually quite like zombie games, but as of recently, they've been getting a bit generic, a bit samey. Days Gone just felt like a Walking Dead video game, or uh, The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, so that one I was sort of like, eh, about. Then after that they showed off The Last Guardian, which everyone seems to be hyped about. I'm sort of on the fence about it, I'm not too excited, but at the same time I'm not disappointed. It looks like it looks like a very beautiful game, and the, the creature in the game looks very cute. So I look forward to seeing more on that game to try to win me over. Uh, then after that we had Horizon Zero Dawn. Now this game, this game, um, I didn't actually pay attention to it last year's E3 when they announced it, but they showed off about 10 minutes of gameplay on this, uh, at this E3, and I was very, very, very impressed by it. It's basically if you mix Far Cry 4 with a bit of Zelda, I reckon, or the most recent Zelda, which I'll talk about a bit later on. Uh, basically, you're in this Native American sort of world. Uh, you're in just like in a naturey sort of environment after society has collapsed or whatever it is, and uh, everything's in a everything's back to nature, except all the creatures in the game, all the animals are all robotic creatures. So I like the sort of the different blending style between nature and um, urban environments, cityscapes, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, they shot off about 10 minutes of it and it looked like a really fun, a really beautiful game. Um, so, Horizon Zero Dawn, what did you make of that game? Uh, 
for me that was the first game that was like, yes, I'm getting a PS4 now. This looks like a lot of fun. Then after that they showed off probably the most hyped game for me. I when I saw the trailer for this, I haven't been this excited for a new game in quite a while. It was Detroit Becomes Human. Uh, so the trailer for this showed off a android who's like a uh, negotiator and he went to negotiate with this other android who was holding this little girl hostage on the edge of a rooftop and it's sort of a choose your story sort of game where you've got to make decisions throughout the game and what you do affects the outcome and just the the acting the the visuals alone make it look so interesting so like I literally gasped at one point because the man holds the little girl over the edge of the building. I was like, oh my gosh, Jesus Louises. And there's so many different endings that anything could happen. You could save the girl in the end. You could um, you could get killed. You could just kill the man and hopefully the girl runs away. Or the man and the girl fall to their death. So it looked very, very, very... Um, amazing and I can't wait to see what else the game has in store because they showed off at last E3 as well or well, not last E3 sometime last year but I wasn't too uh, bothered about it but now I'm like wow I need this uh, let's quickly see what people are saying in the chat um, so he said he felt Kojima's showing for Death Stranding was lacking and didn't show anything much for the demos in general uh, he was expecting Kingdom Hearts free talk lol he mainly set himself up for disappointment, really. Yeah, that's true. I went in, I went to this whole E3 with low expectations, but I came out of it with, holy moly. Um, Sparky says, I want there to be a take your child to work day with Kratos in the newest, gear, uh, I did say Gears of War there, God of War. There we go. Uh, Twitty says, Horizon Zero Dawn might be one of the, the PS4's newest hits. I agree, it looks incredible I feel um who else SPK says my friend and I were fairly surprised by that game they went through a lot of work of the outcomes they showed indeed um, I, I really enjoy games that like have different endings and all that it gives it like a lot of replay value because when I finish the story mode I'm not too inclined to go and get all the extra little bits and pieces around the place but considering there's so many different options of what you could do I'm probably going to be playing it again and again to get all the different outcomes. Um, Twenty also says, "Did you know that virtual reality gaming was all the rage this year?" We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, an update from Gum, who's currently tuning in. Uh, Gum says, "Update: Got sleepy during Torped. Dropped phone on my face by accident. I am very awake now." So everyone, let's give a round of applause. To gum, congratulations. Uh, this talk bed's been going on for a long time. I apologise if I'm boring you, but we're almost there. We're, we're almost through the old games they showed off. After that, they had Resident Evil 7. Me. After that, they had Farpoint. Uh, I don't remember what Farpoint was. Uh, oh, that was some space sort of game that looks mediocre. Didn't really care all that much about that. Then after that they showed off some VR games, they showed off Battlefront X-Wing Mission, which seemed quite cool, I enjoyed that. Then they showed a teaser for Batman Arkham, which they didn't show any gameplay of, so I can't really get too hyped about that. Uh, then they showed off a trailer for Final Fantasy, 
15 again, uh, which got me very, very, very hyped. This game, it made me want the game even more. And then afterwards they revealed that you can play Final Fantasy in first person VR now, which I thought was very interesting. Uh, then they showed off the price of the uh, PlayStation VR, and I was sort of like, I'm fine. Uh, $400. American dollars, that is, for a PlayStation VR, which in Australia would be about $460 around there. So I'm like, mm, I'll probably pass on that for now. Might get it a bit later, but we'll see. Then after that, they probably showed a game which fooled absolutely everybody. When they showed the tra when they were showing the trailer for this, the gameplay, I was like, "Wow, this game looks amazing! I wonder what this is." Because before the trailer, they didn't show the studio, they didn't show anything, and everyone on Twitter was like, "What is this game? This game looks so fun!" And they showed off the title of the game, and it was Call of Duty: Infinite Warfare. Now, if you don't know, this game has been getting a lot of hate online. It's probably the it's the worst, most disliked video game trailer on YouTube at the moment, but. When they were showing off this at E3, everyone was like, this is amazing, this game looks so good. And then they showed the trailer, and then everyone was like, oh, oh, okay. Uh, so I think the problem with this game is that it shouldn't really be using the Call of Duty name, because it's not really what Call of Duty is about, but it should have been something brand new, I feel. But it still looks like a very fun game, and I've never been hyped for a Call of Duty game before, except for them. So um, I look forward to seeing what more they do with the game because I honestly I'm quite excited for it. It looks very very cool. Then after that they showed off the Modern Warfare Remastered Edition. Uh, now hopefully they do a Modern Warfare 2 Remastered Edition because that's probably my favourite Call of Duty game. Um, I don't think people would like the uh, airport level anymore considering recent events but um, it'd be cool to get a remastering of that game, because I felt that game to be much better over the original. Then they showed off, well they didn't show off, they announced Crash Bandicoot will be coming back for remastering. So, hooray for that, question mark. Uh, hopefully they, hopefully it looks brand new, hopefully they redo the platforming because it was very stiff back in the day. Um, so yeah, Crash Bandicoot's coming back. Crash Bandicoot was never really a big part of my childhood, so I wasn't I wasn't too excited, but I can see why people are excited for this. And hopefully this leads to new, good Crash Bandicoot games. Not like the last few, which were not the best. Uh, then they announced that Crash Bandicoot would also be coming to Skylanders. Yay! <laughs> um, after that they showed a trailer for LEGO Star Wars, which I was sort of a bit like, this game is coming out in like a week or so, isn't it? Uh, then after that, uh, some other games. Death Stranding, which is uh, Kojima's latest um, series, which looked very, um, very, what's the word I'm looking for? Surreal, surrealistic, very auteur-like. I apologize if you don't know any of these words I'm saying, but it looked very symbolic, everything. Uh, so I look forward to seeing... Um, what the game has in store for us, because it looks like it's going to be very deep. It's going to have a lot of metaphors, lots of symbolism. It looks like it's going to be a uh, a mind trip to play through. Uh, so this game's coming out on PS4 and PC. So um, I hope everyone looks forward to this game. No more um, Konami to lock them up. So yeah, and then the final game 
which they announced before the um, the final demo of the game, they showed off a new Spider-Man game, which I absolutely love, Spider-Man Web of Shadows, which came out about 2007 or 8, I believe. One, probably my favourite Spider-Man game. And then the Amazing Spider-Mans, they were alright, or sort of like a Batman Arkham City sort of rip-off. But this one is made by Insomniac Games. Um, so, I have very high hopes for this game. And the Spider-Man, um, the suit used in this game looks super cool. Uh, Marvel is like one of my favourite things ever at the moment. It's Doctor Who, Sonic the Hedgehog, Marvel and Disney. They're my top four things. So, um... Anything relating to those those few things, I'm just like, I love it. But, oh, I've talked for a long time. Uh, Sony Z3, that was pretty much it. They ended off with a demo of Days Gone, which I couldn't care less about. But, Sony's E3 was amazing, I felt. I do not feel like CDR-ROM, who said it was mediocre. Um, I thought it was very, 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 very pleasing. Probably the highlight of the uh, event. So I'm going to go back to some more music because it's long overdue. Then I'll be back to quickly talk about the new Zelda game and uh, wrap things up. So, Gum, don't fall asleep. Coming up next from Hatsune Miku, Project Diva, Miracle Paint. Enjoy. Oh, 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 oh,
And welcome back to the voice of Sega. What you said there was Miracle Paint from Hatsune Miku Project Eva. Uh, no, I've never listened to that Hatsune Miku song before, but that was that was jamming. That was like a what am I doing? Um, that was I really enjoyed that song. That was really good. Um, so welcome back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that very long talk bed before. Probably the longest talk section I've had on the show now. Uh, I said that for like the past three weeks, but. Definitely, consider I was talking for about half an hour there. Definitely the longest. Uh, so we're going to be overrunning, maybe a little bit. Um, but the fact that I started off uh, with a non-Sega track, and then also my power went out, I think it's I think it's alright that I go over a little bit to make up for that. So then, after the amazing Sony press conference, all I had to get hype over left was uh, Nintendo. Uh, now. Nintendo's probably my favourite company, uh, so I was very upset to hear they didn't have a um, press conference. So my hopes and dreams were sort of crushed a bit. I was sort of like, eh, it's going to be Zelda, but Zelda's great, but there's nothing really to get excited over games I've never seen before. But when they did show off Zelda, it looked absolutely amazing, and it made up for not showing any other game at all because. The game alone just looks so massive and so good that um, it made up for everything. Basically, the new Zelda game, uh, the, the visual style of it looks very similar to a mix between Wind Waker, Skyward Sword, and um, Twilight Princess, which is very weird. It's it's very weird art style, very unique, but. I feel it, it looks pretty amazing, apart from some of the textures and some of the rocks, they look very dodgy. But it is still a work in progress, it's coming out next year to the Wii U and the NX. So most people will probably get the NX version of the game, I, I definitely will. Because um, why get the inferior version? It's basically Twilight Princess all over again, but even more of a difference most likely. Um, but the game completely reinvents Zelda, it changes everything. Um, no more are you doing a sort of linear, somewhat linear, sort of uh, temple to temple sort of thing. It's now completely open world, you can go to any temple you want, any time you want. You can do whatever you want. Uh, even It's basically Skyrim. The Legend of Skyrim Dark Souls Edition. That's basically what the game is. Um, in a recent interview, the um, producer of the game said that from the moment you start, you can go straight to the final boss, if you wanted to. You would probably die a lot, but you can do that if you're <laughs> crazy enough. You'd probably be standing around for hours trying to kill it. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting that they're changing it so drastically. Uh, it's now got, uh, you know, have different outfits. You've got to stay warm in the cold. You got to, if it's too hot, you got to get rid of some of your clothing. Well, hey, you can uh, play the game as a topless Link, which I think's pretty set down on sexy. Uh, oh, very sexy indeed. Um, and there's like crafting stuff. You can cook food to get your health back. It just looked so good. Uh, now, speaking of Zelda, earlier this week I finished my first ever Zelda game. It was The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD. I finally finished it. 
I last week I put about 15 hours into it just last week alone and uh, I finished it and I was so happy and by the time I finished it I was so tired I was so happy I was like yeah, yeah I finished it then it said would you like to save a second harder version of the game uh, to your save files and I'm like yeah sure so I press A and I accidentally saved the new gameplay over the existing one the original one so I can't go back and uh, finish all the side missions now so that made me hate myself a little bit during that because after I pressed the A button I was like did I just oh no and I did so um, rest in peace to me but yes the new Zelda game what did you guys think of it did you guys get hyped for it or were you you sort of like eh, I don't really care for Zelda uh, let's have a look what people are saying people in the chat room are talking about Spider-Man uh, well, Sean said, there's too much Zelda in my opinion, and I'm not that big on it. Uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon stuff, four new Pokemon were shown, I think. Yes, Pokemon Sun and Moon was also shown, uh, some gameplay of that. It looked, it looked alright. Uh, it's like a proper 3D Pokemon game now, which I think is pretty cool. I just really hope they bring a HD console version of Pokemon, a proper one. That'll be pretty cool to see in HD. The, with the Wii U gamepad, it would have been... Perfect, really. Use the gamepad for all your um, your attacks and everything like that. Use the TV to walk around. It was a missed opportunity, I felt. Um, but yeah, some of the new Pokemon included um, some weird crab creature and Donald Trump, which I thought was um, quite relevant. Uh, made a <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I was like, hmm, this. This Pokemon looks familiar, I don't know where. And then all the memes on Twitter started. And I was like, ah, there we go. That's what it is. Um, BS yeah, Zelda. There is quite a few Zelda games out there, but they're always top-notch. They're always, they're always done with perfection in mind. Uh, even the last Zelda, which I wasn't too excited about, the, um, the cooperative Zelda. It got very high reviews, it got 8s and 9s and all that, so... You can always look forward to a good Zelda game whenever they come out. They're never going to be a disappointing one. So I look forward to seeing what more the game they have to show. But then before we finish this show off, Sega also attempted to do an E3 stream. They attempted to do one. Basically, what they did was they got a little webcam put it into one of their uh, private E3 rooms and talked into a webcam for about 40 minutes uh, talking about some of the upcoming games uh, Warhammer Dawn of War 3 and all that then they said there was going to be an exciting Sonic news for European fans uh, where they basically said you can win a chance to um, go over to San Diego I think it is for the Sonic the Hedgehog party so Hooray for that. Uh, lots of people were quite mad at the event because they didn't show anything interesting. It was just a webcam. But, eh, hopefully next year they'll they'll do something quite interesting. Because I'd love to see a proper Sega E3 event. That would be very cool. Um, but at E3, they showed off Sonic Boom, Fire and Ice. And I, yesterday I watched some gameplay of it. And it looked like a lot of fun. Which is quite surprising to say because I absolutely hate Sonic Boom series, but it did look like fun. It looked like a proper Sonic game, uh, so I'm definitely gonna give it a go when it comes out. Um, so everyone in the chat, what did you think of Pokemon Sun and Moon? What did you think of um, Sega's attempts 
at E3 this year. SBK says, oh boy, here we go, lol. Indeed. Twenty says, I'm uh, with Zelda in general. I'm more of a Pokemon Sun and Moon stuff myself than Zelda. That's fair enough. They did show quite a bit of Pokemon. They showed off uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, and then they also showed off a bit of Pokemon Go, which, um... The concept of it worked much better than the uh, actual final final version, but it still looks pretty interesting. When, once they um, refine it and make it as good as it can be, then I think it'll be a lot of fun. So, I think it's time to wrap things up. So, thank you very much, everyone, for listening to this mess of a show. Uh, lots of problems of the week happening this week, but I hope you enjoyed that little... Um, E3 discussion. No salt involved with this one. Maybe a little bit of Sega salt, but that's always um, always acceptable. A bit of Sega salt. But what the Sega showed off um, overall at the event was very good. They showed off Yakuza 0, which um, looks a lot of fun. Another reason to get PS4. Persona 5, another reason to get PS4. Sonic Boom, Fire and Ice gives me hope in the Sonic Boom franchise again. Um... Warhammer, which I don't really care about, but hooray for Warhammer fans. And, um, I believe that was it. So thank you very much, everyone who, um, is about to end it again, and then Ink says in the chat, Zelda games, always good, may I present the CDI? We don't, we don't talk about those days, okay? That, um, we hide that. We, that never happened, okay? Anyway. Let's try to end the show now, shall we? <laughs> so, I apologize for blowing in the mic so hard then. We're going to finish off with a song from Daytona USA, a very overplayed song, but a good song nonetheless. Thank you very much for tuning in, everyone. Hopefully next week's show will be um, not much of a failure compared to this week, but what can you do? Anyway, finishing off the show this week from Daytona USA, it's Let's Go Away. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Massive shout-out to Sean, who I've never seen um, before, so a big hello to you. And also thanks to Shills in the chat. I don't believe I've seen you before either. So a lot of new people. Unless Shills and Sean are the same people, then um, conspiracy. Ooh. Anyway, I shall see you all next week. Bye-bye.
Radio Sega. Ten years for Sega is. 